0: This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is promoting some of the highlights of her fifth State of the State address given last night. Speaking the next day, she talked more about her call for a red flag law. States
0: like Florida and Indiana have been able to get some common-sense gun reforms. It's time for us to do the same. So what I support is uh, robust background checks. Um, we believe that you know extreme protection orders are, are important as well, as are um, secure storage laws.
1: Whitmer says her proposal will not affect hunters and lawful gun owners. What it's trying to do, she says, is give people who pose a danger to themselves or others less access to guns. Meanwhile, the governor's call for a repeal of the 2011 pension tax does not impress State Senator Eric Nesbitt. Following this week's State of the State, Nesbitt was asked for a reaction. We
0: need to have a broad-based fair tax plan. In 2011, we're phasing out a pension exemption and phasing in a senior exemption. All seniors should see relief. And until all seniors see relief, I'm not sold on this point.
1: Nesbitt said he hasn't seen a bill from Democrats to address the issue, adding he needs to be able to read it. He's calling for tax relief for everyone, including a reduction in the state's income tax. Governor Whitmer called attention to State Representative Joey Andrews in her state of the state last night. That's because the day before, Andrews became a dad. He welcomed baby Violet into the world in the morning and then had to rush back to Lansing Tuesday night for a vote. Whitmer noted that, interstate of the state.
0: Representative Andrews, I hope you are enjoying some well-deserved time with your newborn. Congratulations to you and especially Laura, who did all the heavy lifting on that one.
1: Andrews told us it was exciting to hear. Really cool to have the governor acknowledge that. You was know, not
0: many uh, kids their first two days of life getting shout outs from the governor so good start <laughs> make for a good story for her someday
1: andrew said he had to get back to lansing tuesday night for an emergency vote because of partisan maneuvering he wrote on social media it's the job he was elected to do three suspects involved in the murder of a 74 year old leon red johnson in benton harbor have been identified and arrests have been made According to the Benton Harbor Department of Public Safety, residents who called in with tips helped to steer the investigation in the right direction. That led to the identification of the correct suspects and the arrest of two of them. 22-year-old Emanuel Williams was arrested by a Michigan State Police Tactical Team in Kalamazoo this week, while 20-year-old Charles Douglas Howard Little Jr. surrendered to police voluntarily. The third suspect, 18-year-old Denarian Evans, remains at large. Police thanked the more than 15 detectives and 35 tactical officers from the county, state, and Kalamazoo City offices that helped in the arrests. A K-9 with the Berrien County Sheriff's Department is retiring, and he'll get to live with one of his handlers. K-9 Max has served the county for six years. At a meeting today, the Berrien County Board of Commissioners approved turning over Max to Lieutenant Tom Dyer. Dyer says he remembers when they picked out Max. He was the top dog in his class. Every
0: dog that I saw didn't come close close to matching him and scent detection, apprehension, tracking. There were no other dogs that were even close to him. So Marion County was very fortunate to get Max to work for the six years that he did.
1: Dyer said Max is trained in suspect apprehension, missing person searches, and drug detection. He's
0: still an outstanding tracking dog. The amount of seizures that we have had with him, the amount of arrests, the amount of fines, finding people that have either run, that have been missing or lost. It was astronomical when I had
1: him. Max is one of the Sheriff's Department's four canines. Three are on the road, while one is assigned to the courthouse. Commissioners approved handing over Max to Lieutenant Dyer for the sum of one dollar. There's going to be a lot of work at the and County Jail this year. Speaking to colleagues today, Commissioner Jim Curran said among the projects will be the installation of a new generator after a fire in the chimney last year.
0: It services the jail and the courthouse. It does both. You remember that Brian reported out to us that there was a flue or a chimney fire, so that shut it down. So in the meantime, we've been paying for a temporary generator at that location.
1: Curran said a representative of a generator company spoke with the administration committee this week and outlined a plan to do repair work to the chimney to make the current diesel generator operational until the new one's ready. The cost of the project will be $600,000. In total, Curran said about $4 million in work will be done to the jail this year, all paid for with ARPA dollars. He said the laundry list of projects will be presented to commissioners. A broadband project has been completed in Orinoco Township, and Supervisor Mike Hildebrand is thanking commissioners for their help. He addressed the county board this morning to say, as of two weeks ago this week, the lines are live, serving about 1,000 properties in the township.
0: $1.4 million project. Feels like it took moving heaven and earth to get here, but we're here. And again, just wanted to say thanks, thanks to Terry for all the work on the BCBIT project and for Brian for answering my many texts and phone calls.
1: Hildebrand said he thinks Orinoco Township was the tip of the spear in the partnership between the county and townships in seeking broadband grants. According to a county survey done in 2021, 34% of Orinoco Township homes did not have access to broadband. The Michigan Appeals Court has struck down a lower court's ruling that would have resulted in a new minimum wage for tipped workers in the state. Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association President Justin Winslow tells us this is great news for restaurants. The status quo will remain for restaurants here. The wages aren't going to change from where they are right now. The regulations around the industry aren't going to change from where they are. So there's a sigh of relief because this industry has been through enough for the last couple of years. Winslow says the state legislature in 2018 put a stop to a ballot proposal that would have resulted in the change, but then a court overruled them. He says, at least with restaurant servers, the change wasn't needed. We all know if you've been to a restaurant, most servers are doing really great right now, making over $25 an hour, many of them more than that. You know, this is one of those strange issues where it's not management versus labor, but management and labor really overwhelmingly on the same side of this issue. Today's ruling could be appealed. To the Michigan Supreme Court, Winslow says for now the state's restaurant industry has been granted some stability. And a grant from the Frederick S. Upton Foundation will enable several Berrien County schools to implement new features to make students healthier. Barry and Risa Superintendent Eric Hopstock tells us the $19,000 was awarded to the whole child student advisory group made up of students from multiple districts. They have
0: reviewed community wellness data and have brainstormed how do we improve the health and vibrancy of our communities for students
1: stock says the students looked at the data and determined schools could benefit from having calming rooms. Students
0: could go a place where they could regulate themselves and what we mean by that is I realize I'm getting a little stressed out. I just need a couple minutes to calm down and then I can be productive.
1: Also the students determined the schools could use community gardens where they could work and benefit from having fresh produce. The Upton grants will be used to bring those features to their schools starting in the spring. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News and now continues brought to you by Imperial Furniture into Wajak, where furniture shopping is fun. Five former Memphis police officers been charged with second degree murder in the death of 29 year old Tyre Nichols, who died after his encounter with the officers at a traffic stop. Now, Memphis police are working with the community and civic groups ahead of an anticipated release of video of the confrontation. ABC's Dave Packer has more.
0: Memphis police leaders telling colleagues in other cities and community leaders in Tennessee that they plan to release video recordings of the police encounter with Nichols as soon as they can. Memphis Police Chief C.J. Davis says it's hard to watch and she expects protests. I expect you to feel what the Nichols family feels. I expect you to feel outrage, outrage in the disregard of basic human rights. Police leaders say they expect the video to be quickly compared with the LAPD beating of Rodney King in 1991. Dave Packer, ABC
1: News. An Islamic extremist who killed eight people with a speeding truck in 2017 in a rampage on a popular New York City bike path has been convicted of federal charges and could face the death penalty. Jurors found Saifullo Faipov guilty today. Prosecutors say the Halloween attack was inspired by his reverence for the Islamic State group The jury announced its verdict in Manhattan just a few blocks from where the attack ended. The jury will return to court within days to hear more evidence to help decide whether he should be executed or spend the rest of his life in prison. Today we get the latest economic report on the total value of all goods and services produced and sold in the U.S., President Joe Biden plans to deliver what the White House is calling his first major economic speech of 2023. More maybe sees Karen Travers. President
0: Biden heads to Springfield, Virginia today, just outside Washington, to speak about the economy at a steamfitters union hall. The White House says he'll highlight economic progress over his first two years in office, specifically nearly 11 million jobs created, including 750,000 manufacturing jobs and the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years. The president's expected to say that the biggest threat to economic progress, in his view, is the House Republicans economic plan. He'll say that plan will raise taxes on working families, raise gas prices and worsen inflation. House Republicans say they will not raise the debt ceiling without spending cuts. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington.
1: The National Archives has asked some former presidents and vice presidents to recheck their personal records for any classified documents following the news that President Joe Biden and former Vice President Mike Pence had documents in the possession, their possession after they left office. The archive sent a letter today to representatives of former presidents and vice presidents from former President Ronald Reagan to the president to ensure compliance on the issue with the Presidential Records Act. It states any records created or received by the president are the property of the U.S. government and will be managed by the archives at the end of the administration. The old saying, jaw, jaw is better than bang, bang, doesn't seem to apply to the conflict in Ukraine with any talk of peace negotiations seemingly non-existent. ABC's Tom Rivers has more from the Foreign Desk.
0: President Zelensky says he won't talk to President Putin. Putin's spokesman Dmitry Peskov, through a translator, says... Zelensky did not solve the problem of Donbass. He did not comply with the Minsk
1: agreements. Moreover, as it turned out, he was not going to fulfill them. He was preparing for war. Therefore, he has long ceased to be a possible participant in any dialogue. But
0: both leaders concede this thing will end one day around a table. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at The Foreign Desk.
1: Meanwhile, emergency officials in Ukraine say Russia's latest widespread barrage of drone and missile attacks has killed 11 people and wounded 11 more. The attacks came a day after Germany and the United States announced they would send advanced battle tanks to Ukraine. A spokesperson for Ukraine's State Emergency Service announced the casualty toll in comments to Ukrainian television. The mayor of Kiev said earlier one person was killed in the capital, the city's first attack-related death of the year. Authorities say three other people died in a strike on an energy facility in another province. Palestinian officials say Israeli forces have killed at least nine Palestinians and wounded several others during a raid in a flashpoint area of the occupied West Bank. It was one of the deadliest days in years in the territory and increased the risk of a major flare up in Israeli Palestinian fighting. In retaliation, the Palestinian Authority declared it would cut security ties with Israel. Palestinian leadership has made such threats before with little success. Today's gun battle erupted when the Israeli military conducted a rare daytime operation in a refugee camp that it said was meant to prevent an imminent attack against Israelis. And we need to move more and sit less. Only about half of American adults are meeting CDC physical activity guidelines. While
0: there have been some promising increases in the percentage of Americans meeting aerobic and muscle-strengthening physical activity guidelines, a new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention showing the nation still has a long way to go. Only about half of adults, even in the most active parts of the country, are getting the recommended 150 minutes of moderate exercise per week and two days of muscle-strengthening activities. Folks in rural areas in the South are least likely to get the recommended amount of exercise. Dave Packer, ABC News.
1: WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.